Let's reflect for a few moments this morning on a question that we probably don't think about very often. What is the purpose of our existence? Now, I know that's a deep question for a nice summer Sunday morning. But it's a question that carries profound significance. God created us to worship him. Our vocation to worship God is not about subservience, certainly not because God is a narcissist. Rather, it is for our happiness. To be in relationship with God is what makes us authentically free, authentically human. The more we worship the Lord, the more we reflect God's image in the world. So this is our true purpose, the reason for our existence, to worship God and to be his image bearers in the world so that others will come to know and love him. You know, the desire to worship is built into us. What we worship consumes our love, our focus, and our attention. And we see this truth lived out in those who don't worship God. How? Because they ultimately end up worshiping something else or someone else. Everybody worships someone or something. Think about it. When the Lord is not the center of our lives, Something or someone else becomes a center. Career, politics, sports, food, leisure, work, technology, on and on and on. If worship of God is not the center of our lives, then something or someone else will consume our focus, our love, and our attention. If worship is our true purpose, then, it is essential for us to understand who Jesus is. And this is one of the truths that we learn today as we contemplate the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus. You know, a lot of Christians even get this wrong. While they profess to be Christian, they don't truly grasp who Jesus is. I think a lot of Christians put Jesus on par with other great historical figures. He's just one great teacher among many, a guru of sorts, a great moral example, one great historical figure who started a movement among the many other great historical figures that started a movement. I think many Christians think of Jesus in that way. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ is God. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial of the same substance with our Father, with our Heavenly Father. He is divine, the second person of the Trinity, the Messiah, the promised one. And once we understand this, we understand why he is worthy of our worship and how he has the power to change us. And so to emphasize the truth of who Jesus is, St. Matthew records an important detail in the gospel that we just heard. 
After Peter, James, and John witnessed Jesus being transfigured, they prostrate themselves, an act of worship. And then St. Matthew tells us that when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. No one else but Jesus alone. Now, why is this important? Because Moses and Elijah, who appear with Jesus, now step off the stage and they yield center stage to the Lord of history, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Moses and Elijah appear because they represent the Old Covenant, the Law and the Prophets. Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the Old Covenant, the Law and the Prophets. He is the fulfillment of the promises. So Jesus is greater than Moses and Elijah. So here he is alone now with the apostles. Imagine the disciples' reaction at that moment. They had just seen Christ transfigured miraculously. They look up, they see only Jesus, and they must have been thinking, who is this man? Who is this? Now, we know they come to understand more and more deeply who Christ is. They, in fact, St. Peter, we know, will proclaim, you are the Christ, you are the Messiah. What they just witnessed was a transformational experience for them, just as worship is meant to be a transformational experience for us. And now Jesus is alone with them once again, Christ alone, the Savior, the promised Messiah. We worship Jesus Christ because he is God. What happens when we worship the Lord? Particularly as we gather for Mass, the greatest act of worship that we can offer to God is the Mass. Well, what happens to us is the same thing that happens to Peter, James, and John. We are transformed by the Lord, by his presence, by his divine touch. And that divine touch changes us. Notice that St. Matthew tells us in this gospel that Jesus came as they were prostrate. Jesus came and he touched them. He touched them, saying, rise, do not be afraid. So the apostles are touched by Jesus in that moment of worship. Those little details in the gospel are important. We need to pay attention. That's why it's important to pray with the gospels so we can let these details speak to us. The apostles are touched and transformed by this amazing encounter with Jesus. And this experience leads them to deeper worship of the Lord. And we too, as God's family, we are touched and transformed by the Lord when we gather to worship him. As Jesus shone brightly in the transfiguration, our lives shine with his presence the more we worship him, the more we keep him at the center of our lives. We shine the light of Christ, a light of virtue, a light of holiness, a light that our world desperately needs.